This has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. And to hear the talk again during the week, 718-506-9099, extension 31. Also, the talk now is Monday morning at 9, approximately, and will be replayed Sunday at 5 p.m. And last week, some people did want to order a book. So I wanted to give you an easier way than to call the home, because then it can be sent out right away. www.jrootradio.com. Again, www.jrootradio.com. You can email to get a book, diamond polishing. They also have videos and other things too. So, Baruch Hashem, we're going to begin again a little bit with safety. We have a hamburger, shlita, tamen of milletzal. And again, some of the things, the summertime, the windows open in the house. Miller used to tell stories. Grandchildren coming over, it was a nice day outside. They opened the windows a little bit, and unfortunately the window was too open for one of the grandchildren. Also, dealing with swimming pools, there's water around, slippery, cars again, dealing with bicycles, helmets, Walking at night, there's a lot more action going on out there. So it's very important to to take care of your health and remind your children over and over and over again. Especially when they go upstate too, you could remind them too. You can be a little overprotective and tell your sons not to go into the forest so much. Or be careful at the right time. We know there are bears up there, believe it or not. I saw a couple when I was there. And I just went by the stream, visiting a son, and we went by a stream, and all of a sudden, two big black bears ran by. It wasn't too comforting, but it's a little bit of reality. But again, 99% plus plus, it's safe. And we have to be very, very careful during the summertime. Be aware, remind, remind to take care of your health and take care of your safety. So we could begin a little bit, but I'm sure spoke this week and brought up the case of Maraglim and brought up the Chedah Egel. At a different time, the Yidin complained in the Midbar, complained against Hashem sometimes, against Moshe. And sometimes after 40 years, wanted to say, we want to go back to Egypt. So the complaints, what was the problem with the complaints? Rabbi mentioned about Emuna. The lack of Emuna. We mentioned last week when Moshe Feinstein mentioned the Emuna of the Makas was short, quick, electrifying. But now the Emuna came up every day, daily, midbar, food coming from the sky. So the complaining, this was the, a major, major issue. And then to continue with Rabbi Ginsburg who spoke concerning with the Nochosh and the biting again, the Yidin complained against Hashem and against Moshe and complaining. And again, the Nochosh, the Yidin were getting bitten and dying. So Hashem said, build a pole and put a snake on the top and look up and you'll get better. So you see Gomorrah, Rosh Hashanah mentions looking up, looking up to Shem and Shemayim, they realize who's the boss again. It's important that we have to look up to the boss again. Korov, to get close. I heard this morning a good friend, Rabbi David, said to me, the Nochash. Why the Nochash such a bitter enemy? Because the Nochash was being satisfied constantly by the ground. Even today we see the snakes on the ground, they get their seeds and the dirt, they, they're happy. They don't need any reason to cry out. So the nochesh is, is on the ground. So we have to know when we look up, it's not the nochesh is giving us the food. 
We complain, Reb Lezer said, but yet, what was the cure? Not tshuva with the pad, the mouth. It was raw. See, see. This person has to see, look up. Look to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Getting touch. And that's going to be the cure. Reb Lezer also brought up when Ginsburg was by his grandfather years ago. At 8 o'clock was there in Eretz Yisrael. His grandfather asked, how do we get rid of Lashon Hara? How do we slow down with Lashon Hara? What do we have to do? Bad-mouthing. So one anical said, keep quiet, don't talk. Cheskel said, Hashem gave a mouth. Another boy said, positive, be positive. Be positive is also kind of weak. Then Rabbi Cheskel said, an important aside that to overcome Lashon Hara, and we could add now complaints, we could add now bad-mouthing, we can overcome it by ayin tov, a good eye. The right eye, ayin tov is the emesika eye that sees the truth. The person who creates an ayin tov will be able to push aside lush and horror. For example, a person many times talks bad about this one, that one. But many people we speak bad about, we know pretty well too. And if we looked at a little bit of their good side and the emistic a good side, maybe it'd be different. And that's what we're going to emphasize today is the iron tov, which will minimize complaints, Minimize Lashon Hara. Minimize our sadness walking around in the world as such a gishmaka world that it gives so much. We have so much. Miller constantly spoke about the waking up in the morning and feeling alive and thankful. But this takes iron tov. It takes iron tov. So that's what we're going to look at today. At first, we have to understand also who's the biggest Ayin Tov, the greatest Ayin Tov. The greatest Ayin Tov is Kodesh Baruch Hu. And we see, the Rabbi used to say stories of Mark Twain, who said, the Jewish people show there's a G.O.D. in the world. It shows there forever, for years and years, generations and generations being knocked being knocked, and yet still here, still here, still here. So a person looks a little bit at what Kaddish Baruch Hu is constantly sending us. And the Ayin Tov, it doesn't only stop there. So Miller said a concept, and we're going to look at that today too, the fifth commandment of marriage, dealing with loyalty, be loyal. That to be loyal, the Rav said, you have to feel responsible. It's your duty to your mate. So how do you feel such a strong feeling? It's your responsibility and your duty to your mate. So that's going to be, you'll see, bottom lines, Ayin Tov. Ayin Tov, Ayin Tov is going to help create a loyalty in relationships, a love of other people. And a loyalty to HaKadosh Baruch Hu too. So we see that Ayin Tov, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels very responsible for us. We see we're called Asher Baruch Habonu, with the Chosen, Am Kodosh, Bonim. And it's not just light words. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks into from the Avos and looks into it says it's panemius of a person and the panemius the inside of every person there's such good there's such internal good in every person 
For some reason, every Rosh Hashanah pulls most of us out into our next year. And we know ourselves. And we look at ourselves from adopting to our learning, how we get along with others and other things. We see ourselves for very, very short in comparison to what we get. And yet, the Kaddish Baruch Hu looks into deep inside and looks for the good. So we see, for example, the person can think a little bit now. Okay, everybody, we're going to try to create in us an ayin tof. Especially now, now it's the summertime. Be any season, but summertime now. It's important to create that ayin tov. We're so saturated. We constantly talk with negativity, and we don't sleep enough, and we're always busy. We mentioned with the phones that constantly busy texting, getting messages. We're not talking about people who need a phone to help one's children. Some people have children, special needs children. People have needs for certain things. It's not a clow. But it's important, we, we mentioned last week, it's time to think. It's time to think. We need time to think. And I and Tov takes a lot of thinking. And you'll see it will create a clearer mind. A clearer mind. But you need time. You have I and Tov walks. Walks to try to get back to what really is in your life in full perspective. That was last week. So first, Hashem feels so responsible for us. We see the workings of the body, the feet, the knees. I was in the doctor's office last week, the yearly checkup, and on the walls, a picture of intestines, stomach, the wall cells of the stomach, and the particulars of the body, I was looking, and I said, a pers- if a person doesn't build a Muna, doesn't know Hashem made the world, is making the world, and keeps making the world, something's wrong. It was unbelievable looking at the miracles of the body. That from a cell and another cell, we created such intricacy. It's just beyond it's beyond, beyond. I looked at a certain book called the Biochemical Book. And it was just showing a cell and only had like a million things going on in that cell. But you see a person, the working parts, everybody. Hashem feels a responsibility to you. He chose you on purpose. He knows Panimis, you're good. And Hashem is making sure things are ticking. He might say, this aches, or this one gets sick. There's another reason. Suffering and other matters are have its very, very urgent importance. But right now we're looking at there's so much good. In your body now, most of us listening, 99.99%. Plus, plus, plus is working. Perfect. You know what each thing to work means? So when I gained, when I went to the doctor for a general appointment... I got a, a lot of Muna. It was very, very exciting. And then you look, the knees, the hips, the arms, the neck, the liver, the pancreas. I saw a picture of the pancreas. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And the veins, and you have arteries, and synapses. My daughter showed me, she's taking biology reads, and I went over with her, and synapses between the cells and the nerves. I mean, it's happening with all, all of us all the time, all the time. And it came from, again, a little, little cell came from. Amoeba, I mean, an a- embryo. So what's going on here? As a person has to realize Hashem is responsible. He's taking care of his duty. But that's, that's Ayin Tov. Hashem is so loyal to us. So loyal to us. So we have to understand why the Ayin Tov Hashem sees the good and sees his possibilities of progress and potential. There's potential, potential. Interesting, this Shabbos, it was a certain book called Mishnayis. Mishnas 
Chaim, dealing with Mishnayis on the Parsha. But it went to a nice, nice story of a businessman. You'll see, a businessman who was multi, multi rich, a tycoon. And one day he decided, I have to leave the business and I want to learn some more Torah. I want to do some more mitzvahs. I want to get involved in, <clears throat> in eternity. And he stuck to his guns. The family rebelled and Tati, Daddy, Abba, what are we going to do now? We, in the luxuries, everyone had a pool in the backyard. He said, no, no. And he finally told them the story. They kept asking, why Abba, you're so stubborn? And now you're learning Torah? We're talking about big tycoon. And he said to them, I was sitting one day and picturing my end. My end when I leave this world. And we all know everybody, there's all of my bar, there's eternity forever and ever and ever and ever. But we create our e forever and ever. And he said, I was thinking, I'm going to go in front of a cottage baruchu. And he's going to go over good and bad and and then I'm listening to the verdict and I said I'm gonna say that boy I worked, I worked, I worked. What about time for learning Torah, time for the different mitzvahs? And I know the verdict. I'm gonna sit there in front of a cottage barhu. Hashem's gonna say the verdict, guilty. Gehenim. Because you didn't do as much as you could in Torah and in other aspects. Of course, you need money. You have to give tzedakah. But what happened to Torah? And then I'm going to cry out to Hashem, please, 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 give me another chance. Give me another chance. Hashem's going, okay, I grant you that other chance. He told his children, this is my other chance right now. And every time I start doubting myself, I say, no. Doesn't mean we have to go cold turkey in business, but it means a person has to realize there's eternity. <clears throat> there's eternity. And that's why it's so important to create again this Ayin Tov. Because Ayin Tov, we have to understand, is eternal. There's a Tov that's eternal. And right now, there's a world that is also a world to, is a, way, the way to get to that eternal. So the Ayin Tov in this world has to be built. Like we just said. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu is constantly good to us, constantly good to us. Again, the workings of our body. You're filling all our needs. And when you go to the bathroom, and you go into your walking, and seeing is so beautiful. Everyone, close your eyes, open your eyes, get a geschmack out of sight. Ayin Tov. Create. Hashem has Ayin Tov to you. He's giving you so, so much, so much. Ayin so Tov, He looks for the good in us. So we can look for the good in His world, in Hashem's world. And hearing, especially now, birds are chirping all over the place. Take a moment to enjoy the orchestra. And the air is usually fresher, nice green, green smell from the greenery. And of course, our taste buds are, we enjoy eating and feeling our hands and our bodies usually don't ache too much. It's unbelievable, everybody. It's time to build that eye and toe, that good eye and stop the complaints. And again, it's coming from our ultimate Ayin Tov. Hashem's Ayin Tov to us in the world. It's all created Tov Ma'od. It's only for good the world was created. Every little bit is good. And the aspects of people are good. Inside is good. And then we can continue <clears throat> the constant giving Hashem today to so much food and shelter. So much food and shelter. I remember once at the Shabbos table, one of the Kinderlach said, talking about the midbar and the food coming from the heaven and 
And it must have been a lot of Amuna. And one child said, what are you talking about? Go to the grocery I mean, didn't say it like that, but what do you mean? We should go to the grocery store. It was middlemen's in those days. Now too. Go to the grocery store. So they said food. Remember, we mentioned the nochash. The nochash, the reason why the nochash wasn't, was, was not in need to get close to Hashem. Because it had everything it wanted. That's the ultimate of evils. There's no curve to Hashem. And unfortunately, we say today's food, food, food is so good. We have no idea that it comes from a farm. And you need water and rain and sun and everything else. But we have to understand this is, we have to create an iron tov to food. Iron tov to shelter. And then I hear people complaining, we don't have a house. Okay, maybe apartments are small. Good, we have to get a bigger apartment. But be happy with your shelter. Be happy. Again, doesn't mean we don't need a big apartment. And also, streets you can walk around here. Safe, not worrying about a yarmulke, tzitzes, shaitl, dresses. You don't have to worry that I'm going to be accepted in so many areas now of the planet Earth. Of course, there's plenty of anti-Semitism. But we have to understand that the ability... Shem is giving us food and shelter and <clears throat> the opportunity to go to shul, learn Torah. And a person, again, the Ayin Tov, we're going to get into it, of marriage. Of marriage, the Ayin Tov of marriage. I'm going to go over that again, too, because, again, to build up and I in tow, we have to start looking and working on looking at the emesic of good. And we'll see. And bringing it up and saying and encouraging. And ones who have children, the blessings, the blessings to go over and over. We'll talk about that too. But it's a uh, Blessing, ayin tov, create your ayin tov, everybody. People not married yet, there's plenty of ayin tov to be thankful for. Your parents and friends and people. It's a shame at the right time everyone will get married. And children have parents. They are friends. There's a lot of ayin tov. The person has to focus, 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 spend time to think to think and panasa today it's hard for everybody we just make it each month or we don't make it each month but we're trying but at least it goes in and goes out and we're making it we're making it because everyone looks up to that pole that snake once in a while and says Shem I know it's not me it's only you it's only you panasa is only you after a while you realize <coughs> people making chasnas and there's no money in the bank chasnas always co- only cost like 20,000 so you see, there's a Kaddish Baruch, a Kaddish Baruch But the Ayin Tov, did you think about the Manasseh last year? It came somehow. We still have nice shirts and nice pants and nice dresses and food and everything else. We think about, create the Ayin Tov of reality. Full perspective. As soon as you create the Ayin Tov of reality in a full perspective, you'll see the bumps and everything else. There's a different look. The different strength you have. Then also, Kodesh Baruch gives us not only all these benefits, but then gives us a special Torah. The Torah also, the love, the love, the responsibility of Kodesh Baruch feels for us. Again, the ayin tov from Hashem, from the because of schos ovos and the goodness in us. The Torah sets us apart, causes us to abstain from degenerate pastime, to always fighting the evilness of immorality. Walking with a friend the other day, and he was walking to a, a Jewish neighborhood, usually safe, a safer neighborhood. Why? And it gives you dignity. I remember 
teaching a public school, there was a <clears throat> librarian, a sad man. And he looked at me and he said, you know, I see on your Sabbath, I see the boys walking in there. <clears throat> suits and the girls all dressed up it looks so stiff let them be children he said let them be children and I looked at him I said they have plenty of time they're children all the time but you know what dignity it gives a child five year old walking a little suit with a tie to the shawl a little girl with a dress walking around the street it's a proudness once a week and you have two one sixth of the year they dignified little guys, little girls. So you have to understand, this is something Hashem gave us to do for us, for us. And it brings out the best in us. Remember once my Rebbe mentioned about a great scientist. But when he met the President of the United States in those days, he was dressed in dungarees, holy dungarees, and he was the, the biggest scientist on the planet Earth at that time. Because he had no respect, didn't he to other people, didn't he to himself, I could do what I want, say what I want. Especially what happened to him, nothing. So it's important. You see, Shem gives us a dignity. Prevents us to work, to waste property, waste food. We're always talking about it. Big thing. Protects our health from eating with eating kosher foods, healthy foods. And again, mental equilibrium. A person has Shabbos and Yantu and time, time, time to to get back to himself or herself. But we have these moments. Hashem allotted us these moments. So it's for us to build the iron tov and to utilize it with our minds. And it brings peace in our homes. And there's so much talk about Shalom Bayez and families and working on things on a constant basis. I can tell you, personal experience, people work on their marriages, and people work on their children, people try to work with their parents, people try to work on family matters. It is mind-boggling how much amazing, tremendous effort is going into building a bias, a home. I could tell you women who are Lamed Vav Sadiqam, what they have to do when they save the show. I can tell you men also who have like, incredible save their marriages save the families and I've seen more than both husband and wife father and mother incredible what people go through <clears throat> well and how they are strong and vibrant I'm talking 99% maybe 100% of the people out there now I'm talking to you <laughs> This is, Shem gave us this possibility. It's, it's, it's a Shabbos, and then there's a Yontuv, and then there's Purim, and we know how to make, make nice birthday parties, and say Shem, there's Bar Mitzvahs, and Ufrufs, and weddings. And, there's so much. It gives us, of course, it gets a little busy beforehand preparation, but so many good things. So how come we can't focus on those good things, everybody? We live in a world that focuses on desires and focuses on complaints. <clears throat> and the hates are, loves it, and loves it. And then it keeps us happily occupied. It's nice for a woman to know my husband when he goes out at night, one night, two nights, whatever it is. He's going to learn Torah. And that Torah is going to come and saturate the home. Isn't that nice? A woman could be, it's a, it's a happiness. Of course it goes, how many nights he goes out, etc. That's up to the husband and wife and the Rebbe. But it's a big thing, it's happy. You don't have to worry about your husband running here, running here, running there. And your ladies too. They get together for simchas and activities, which are incredible. It's a happiness, it's a happiness. And people are taught how to be a good husband, good wife, etc. But occupied in good activities, everybody. Look at the activity good. Don't look at all the Nagwas Nefesh. Again, it brings peace to our homes. Shalom B'nehim, Shalom B'nehim, Shalom B'nehim. Each one have responsibility. Cause us to respect the good and, and hate the contemptible, the bad.
We love the good. We love the good. We love good things. We love chesed. We and evil things. It, it it bothers. It should. And we're constantly mindful of a creator. Men need it more. So you daven three times a day. And they're learning Torah. And is the is the Bari Olam? Don't let davening be rote. Women say to heal him. They're always crying out to Hashem. All the time they walk in the street, they light the Shabbos candles. Mindful of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Don't take for granted Hashem puts, gives us the Torah and gives us the ability to be mindful of a Creator. Most of this planet Earth walks around not mindful of a Creator. And for some reason, we are mindful of a Creator. So all these things, look at the Ayin Tov. Look with the Ayin Tov, everybody. And as we said before, Hashem looks at us with Ayin Tov. Looks at us. And again, the bumps and the complaints and the, the problems, these are other issues. And there's reason for that too and how to deal with it. We speak it many times. Be realistic. Expect the unexpected. And now we're going to move a little bit to, as we're working a little bit about Ayin Tov, this is going to be working on the fifth commandment of marriage, according to the Red Miller. The fourth commandment we're skipping for now. We'll do it next week. You'll hear. Now, the fifth commandment is be loyal. Now, how could a man be loyal to his wife? Like, the Rav said, you have to leap to the defense of your wife. Chaya is the best cook, no matter what everyone says. Chaya works on having a nice home. Men who decide to talk bad about their wives, talk bad about his wife, and especially to his parents and others, Ramila said it's an evil. A man decides to yell and puts down his wife in front of the children. It's like a Gehenna. No joke. Because it's, it's an obligation, it's a duty. And a wife, too. Obligation. My husband works hard. My husband learns hard. My husband's, she's a helper. And what anybody says. But when a wife talks bad about her husband to the parents, it creates such a riff, it's, it's terrible. Because the parents won't hear when they make up. And a year goes by, they only hear of the riffs. And the other way around too. Ramilla said, fifth commandment, be loyal, be loyal. And a person has to work on it. It says, not out of love. It's out of duty. Obligation, like I said, leap over fire through fire. It's a thought we don't have today because we marry about love and communication and not putting these things, not taking these things lightly. But part of the marriage, the kasuba, is your responsibility, your duty. Be loyal to your wife through thick and thin and loyal to your husband through thick and thin. That's why we always say get a Rebbe because you need a third party. If not, get one now. So how do you build up such a duty, such a responsibility, have an obligation to your wife and husband so strong, not out of love, but out of this is your job. In the old days, they knew it better because when they had a job, it was loyalty. In the old days, a person worked. You did your 100%. Today you work. If you can get away with something good, then who knows how long you'll be in one job and go to the next job. No loyalty for the workers and the employers. So it's very hard. And unfortunately, it saturates the old society today. Here's your grandparents. See the loyalty to a job, responsibility. Same to your husband and wife. This is beyond, again, love we're talking about. But how do you build such a thing? We're trying to say, and Shem feels that responsibility and duty to us. And every prat and every inch 
every little thing of our lives. So Hashem feels this to us. And we know because Ashabah Habanu and his eye and tov. So first step with your husband and wife, and if you want to jump to your children or parents or friends, is the eye and tov. You build an eye and tov, a true emistika view of your mate, you'll see a different world. I told the time the Miller Shul about thirty something years ago and Shul was so good and I mean Chachamim doctors be I remember and I remember I was, I was in a shul, shul, a school teacher. So what could I do? So I started to give people emistika chizuk after davening. Miller called me over and said, "What are you doing? Soliciting for books?" I said, "No, I want to. I want to participate. Give. I'll think about it." The next day I came back. Keep it up. Keep it up. Three words changed my whole existence. The eye and tov. You have eye and tov to people. You give them chizuk the ms. It's it's a different life. You become happy yourself. Even then, you're walking around a little in the doldrums, and you see someone right away. Or just a good smile. You feel better. Probably better than the other person. So, a person first has the iron tove to the missus, everybody. A friend of mine, his wife passed away recently, and he said, said it last week, he was talking, you know, when I'd come home, my wife would be in the kitchen, maybe making dinner or cleaning around, because I don't have that anymore. And it's a hospital. He's going to have the little things. And unfortunately, we're so weak. Man walks home, gets a bop in the head, a yell, a scream, and frustration. And, and most of the time, it might not be you either. So we have to, again, expect the unexpected. Learn how to be a man. Your job is Superman. Your job is the king. King saves everybody. Your job is to save the day. Walk in with a gesund, with a happiness. And what I in tow what the lady does. Today, a, a Jewish lady is beyond, beyond. Especially the Teva of the world is either selfish, I'm going to become the biggest doctor, lawyer, businessman, or I'm going to run around with this one, that one, or, 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 or but no. The devotion to the Jewish family, to the best of her ability, is mind-boggling. So when you think she wakes up in the morning, their children, to get them ready is a, the hardest job in the world. So some couples that she, do, she should do more kisses in the morning. But no, they should know they're going to be speaking to Abba later too. But he's involved. When Abba comes home, he's going to speak to them too. And Abba should come home and speak to them. But the woman, what she does in the morning... And then the davening, and then to heal him, the good deeds, and the work she does in and out of the house, and homework when they come home, and dinners, and hula so much, and night sleep, all this, all this is a tremendous amount of good. And a man should come home and encourage, say, emistika encouragement. This is the ayin tov in practice, from your brain to your mouth. And this is how you're loyal, your duty, responsibility, to show she's number one. And no one can badmouth your wife. And you come home, and you compliment her, even though the house is in turmoil for whatever reason. Business is booming. You're a little irritated? Okay. I told you, take a piece of that donut before you walk in. It's hard. I'm not saying not, but you come in. you got to focus. But the table is ready for, for, for supper. Or she's in the kitchen cleaning. You can say one good thing after another. I see the children are happy. Whatever you can say. Oh, you work so hard. Thanks for work. Whatever. But come up. And that night she's dressed nicely. Think, think, think from dress to a clean kitchen to a nice table. I don't know how you do it. You sit down for a second, but encourage, think on the way home. 10, 20 things good to say about your lady. 
my friend, like my friend who has white hair, don't wait after 120 and that's it, you're all alone. But you'll see, we shouldn't see, it's the hardest part of life, being alone. So look, look, recognize, she takes the children for the doctors. Think, everyone has their own things to think about and say it out loud to her all the time. And be there, doesn't mean that you're not a listener. When she's crying, you listen. When she complains, you listen. But this is the Rechizuk Be'emes. This is Ayin Tov. Emes Ayin Tov. And this is loyalty to your wife. It's all part of the obligation. And before we get to the wives, to the husband, the children, today's generation is different. The old generation, you can walk by your children and they do their thing, and then when they do something you don't like, Chaimo, don't do that. Today is different. Today, they need the same kind of Dibrechus of Bemis. There's no reason why every parent can't find in a son or daughter five, ten things a day. If you're sneeze, you're nice, you're reading nicely. Don't wait for the olives in the test. Don't wait for that to clean their bedroom. Don't wait that you can say two. The little things, they're playing nicely. I heard a nice thing from your Rebbe, from your teacher. Mommy said, you did your homework on time. Hundreds of things think again down the block what to say good and do good for your children. All of a sudden, you're creating an iron tov in the family. An iron tov in yourself. So when you come home, one child is holding the other one in a headlock and who knows what, who knows what. You come home with an iron tov. You come home to save the day. No, kinderlach. Jewish kinder luck, don't do this, let's go. And you put on something and you dance with them around the house or something. Or you say to them, well, I was going to take everyone for ice cream. Or I was going to take Chaim for ice cream. But how can I take you ice for ice cream if this is happening? Okay, let's try. Let's try to do what we have to do now. And it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't have to be a... a, a it could be the last resort, of course. So many good things you could tell you about Jewish Kinderlock today. From ages 2, 3, 4, 5 to married and married with children already and grandchildren. There's so many good things you can say about your children. And children to parents. They only change thousands and more of your diapers. But don't look, oh, I would have do differently. She yelled at that and mommy does. No, 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 no. I in tov, I in tov with her abilities, your mama, what she did. Whole devotion was for me. Get a list, young men, young women. And if you have brothers and sisters, you could do it too. No reason, older brother, younger sister, no reason. And you could do it, you can go beyond, do it to the closest people to you. At work. The community, grocery store, the Hilton groups, Shiva, Beishakov. There's so many places where you look for the Ayin Tov. And then the husband, the woman to the husband, gets up. A lot of the men wake up early and try to learn a little bit in Davin. They can come home good and they work hard all day. For some reason, we don't see them working all day. We see them coming home 7, 8 o'clock. And unfortunately, some women say, I'm a single parent all day. Well, you've been doing all day. Let me tell you, to pay the bills, it's hard. For the men and for the women, everyone's participating. But this is something you have to think. When your husband comes home, you could have a nice cut, slice watermelon, something for him. He should relax a little while. And you can praise him. Ha, Tati, I know you wake up so early, the Dobbin. How are you so awake? He'll tell you, no, I'm not, but I'm trying. And then, walking around, trying to be Elohim all day in an environment, it's not easy. person goes to Manhattan. It's like a bathtub. Brooklyn, bathtub's all over the place. And yet, your man is fighting it. Fighting to live and survive. And then he comes home, and if he goes, learns at night, or helps the children at night, but the kids to bed at night. He says, with you a few minutes... This is heroic. And then a shop this table, tries to organize and designate and help. And if you have some time on Sunday, you take everybody out or someone out or whatever it is. And usually he's working then too. I in tov, ladies, to your husband, the one you married. And don't give me in your head now. We have all these lists of the negatives. We don't want to list our own negatives. 
get a list and I in Tobin Machazik and Bahamas Bahamas. It's your job, it's your duty, ladies, to make your wife, make your husband feel number one. It's your responsibility. So therefore, we create, again, less complaints. We put things in perspective. Ayin Tov. But Ayin Tov, to put it into practice, we need Chizuk Be'emes. And this creates a strong loyalty and obligation. And it's not putting your head in the sand. You're creating a strength, a reality. Things go a little haywire. Haywire, we don't complain. Our first response is, how do I make it better? What happened wrong? It's a whole different reality. Dealing with people, the first response sometimes, could be many times, look what happened, and they complain. 95% of their brain power is used in the past in the negative. Instead of right now, this is what happened. What, what do I have to do? How can I fix it? What? So it's a big thing. That person can create an ayin tov to appreciate the other person, to look at the good. This is all crucial. And we can, again, create an ayin tov in our lives. As I mentioned earlier, the story of Ginsburg said the story about his grandfather, Reb Cheskel, who asked, how do you not speak Lashon Hara? And probably other bad-mouthing, negative words. And one boy said, keep quiet, one anical. Another one said, talk positive. Cheskel said, no, the ayin tov. The ayin tov. So a person can begin a whole endeavor on looking for the good, the emethic of good, especially, sometimes easier even at shul to pick somebody and I guess emethic of good and chizuk in that good and your responsibility as part of the klal to help, to help. And we do it at shul. We could do it at the grocery store. And as we're walking the street, I and Tov to the Bari Olam for the beautiful days and days and days after days. The blue skies during the summertime, the nice weather. And there's so much. And be able to walk in the Jewish neighborhood safe. And all the shuls, the shuls, opportunities, yeshivas, yeshivas, opportunities. Again, this obvious nefesh, but let's go from the iron tove and let's look how to work on it. And the iron tove, repeat to our wives and husbands, so important, so important, so important. You have to use your seichel to run your show, not your body, not your emotions. Because emotions, then we have covered. I can she not do this? Why she say this? Why he say this? In Kina. This neighbor, look what he has, look what she has. Look at the way they walk and they get along famously. What about me? Every couple in general has different madrigas of very, very similar things. And the typhus that go on, typhus for food and cars and other things. So the world's really pushing hard. So we have to say no. No to these emotions and these feelings and direct the emotions into a seichel that has eye and tov. A good eye looks for the positive, looks for the deep down good in people. And you see what people do from Bichacholim to Hatzola to Tamplei Shabbos. It's just mind-boggling. You'll see a person walking around look like a regular fellow. He's saving the day. And a woman looks like hey, a woman with a carriage. Oh, you have no idea what chesed she does, what she does. So it's important to create. I'm going to continue a little bit. We have a, with loyalty, 
a big part of loyalty of the responsibility is consistency. So we used to say, we say one of the Ten Commandments is keep routines. So there's nothing wrong to create an iron tov and say it with one's wife and husband. Let's start a routine. In the mornings, nice notes, an encouraging note. Call during the day, what do you need? Encouraging, showing that you see she works hard and you can compliment her on the day before. And there's constant chizuk be'emes, chizuk be'emes. And there's a loyalty building, there's a duty you have to build up your wife. No one, you leap to her defense on a constant basis, you leap to your husband's defense. And this is the way to go weiter, weiter. We mentioned routines many times, walks, and other things to do. But it should be a routine that you walk in the house, down the block, or even with your mate and your family. You create the iron tov, the fight against Lashonara, the fight against complaints within and without. And a person who walks around with iron tov will come home and will encourage Be'emis, the wife and husband, the family, and the parents. And will create a loyalty, a responsibility, and love to that person that is beyond. Again, this has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. To hear the talk again, 718-506-9099, extension 31. Also, for a texting where you can get our book, Diamond Polishing, 140-page book on marriage, and you can get it and send it anywhere you want. It's not in print with a hard cover, but you can get it online. You can be sent the whole book. And it's 347-927-8398. 347-927-8398. And also, you can email at www.j capital J root R-O-O-T radio dot com www.jrootradio.com please we're all together as a team in this world again we're going to be loyal we create an iron toe from top to bottom from morning to night to every person to our family members we should have a slogan broker and everything Rooklyn and Gashmius